welcome in. I love to make you money. Go ahead and tap the vein in advance. It's time for a brand new Outkick Gambling Show, starring me, of course, and my good friend Kelly Stewart at Kelly in Vegas. You know her, although she doesn't live in Las Vegas anymore. She lives in the free state of Florida. Kelly, you and I did a gambling special with our friend Todd Furman about eight and a half years ago in Las Vegas in the Westgate Superbook Casino there. What do you remember about that on FS1? And now your career has gone in so many amazing directions and you get to be right back with me again. This is, uh, this is, this is touching, really. It really is. Uh, what do I remember most about it? Let's see. First time on TV, very nervous. Todd Furman in his typical uptight fashion. You and I having fun with Andy Roddick. Uh, let's see, then going to some weird cafe at three o'clock in the morning after leaving town nightclub. <laughs> and then it just gets really fuzzy from there, Clay. It was a good time. The fact that you, me, Todd Furman and Andy Roddick did a gambling special from a casino eight and a half years ago, live on television, doesn't get, uh, anywhere near the attention that it should have either then or now. All right. So let's dive right into it. We're going to be doing a Thursday show getting all of you ready for college football and the NFL for the gambling weekend to come. And so let's have some fun. Let's start with Bears Commanders, which is among the worst matchups that the NFL could possibly have for an Amazon Thursday night game. Uh, the Commanders are around a six-point lead. They'll always be the Redskins to me. Do you have a strong take on Thursday night football at all? Because I really don't. This is not a game that I'm that interested in. Are you betting it? What do you like? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I took uh, the commanders in one of my survivor pools. I could not convince my partners, Ariel and Pam, to take them. And I'm really grossed out by this line move. We know that Chicago got some money early, but I just don't see it. To start the season, Clay, I compared Justin Fields to Davis Mills. And that's because if you look at their stat line, they're very similar quarterbacks. Justin Fields is an interception machine. I wouldn't be surprised to see him throw another one tonight. I want no part of this game just please, Commanders, just win this one. I would take probably the Commanders on a side. I don't feel that strongly about it. By the At this point, if you're a Bears fan, I believe they've lost 14 straight games. Are you ready to just mail it in and say, okay, let's take Caleb Williams, start all over again? Don't you have to take that perspective? I know you root for the Broncos, and they suck too. Oh, uh, maybe gosh. we'll talk about that in a moment. But – if you're a Bears fan, isn't that where you are already with this season, even though there's still 13 games left? Yeah, Clay, you're just firing shots early here with the Broncos. Like, no need to <laughs> tell people that I was a fan growing up of this team. I've already accepted their reality for the season. And Bears fans, it seems, have already accepted theirs. Unfortunately, this quarterback and coaching carousel that the Bears have been on for about the last two decades has got to stop somewhere. I don't know if Caleb Williams is the answer for this team either. All right, let's go into the NFL. I, I every week do my outkick six-pack. Sometimes I get really excited and I bet more than six uh, actual games. This week I've got six. And so let's run through. I don't know how many, how many games are you going to bet this weekend, do you think, in the NFL? How many do you like? I've already bet two games. That's it. I've got a That's it. All right, well, here's my six. We'll run through. You tell me what you think about each of these as we go. This is in London. I want to tell everybody, I want to impress upon all of you, 
Get your bets in because you're probably going to be hungover on Saturday from watching college football. You're going to wake up. This game is already going to have started. Jacksonville against the Bills. Uh, again, Jacksonville in London, I believe, back-to-back weeks. Maybe one day they're going to move there and their name's going to be the Shaguars. I still like that idea. I'm on the Bills minus five and a half, coming off three straight wins. They weren't good week one against the Jets. Do you like this bet or dislike it? I think the Bills win maybe by double digits in this game. I'm not sold on Jacksonville so far as a consistent performer. You know, Clay, I actually bet Jacksonville not to make the playoffs to start the season, and that was because I did think they overachieved last season. Bills, on the other hand, overachieved last week. 48-20, they just beat down Miami, who, if you remember, just beat down the Broncos the week before. I want no part of this game. Oh, yeah. Little slight edge to Jacksonville not having to travel back across the pond. All right, I'm on the Bills. Uh, The other one here... Texans-Falcons, you got probably the two best rookies in the NFL through four weeks uh, with C.J. Stroud, who's performing at a very high level for a rookie quarterback, and B. John Robinson is performing, as many people expected, uh, given how high he was drafted. The Falcons don't feel like they missed on this pick, but Desmond Ritter not playing very well. It doesn't feel as if Arthur Smith is convinced that he's the quarterback of the future. There's lots of good talent, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, B. John Robinson, as I just mentioned, on this Atlanta Falcons offense. Ritter's not playing well, which is why I'm on the under in this game in Atlanta. Under 41.5 was what I bet it. Kelly, how do you break it down? Yeah, I don't hate that under, actually, Clay. I am on Atlanta. I laid one with them earlier in the week. Look, C.J. Stroud, absolutely impressive have really thought that he has progressed very well as a rookie. As you mentioned, Desmond Ritter, not so impressive. Kind of seems like Atlanta's on the zigzag back and forth. Now they're back home in the Dome after that loss to the Jags. In England, I look for a bounce back here, right? I would like to think that this Atlanta Falcons defense is going to step up, put some pressure on C.J. Stroud. We'll see. I uh, hate to go against the hot hand here, but I'm going to do it this week. All right, Giants are awful. They're sitting at one and three. They've basically played one good half against the Cardinals all year. They're at the Dolphins. You mentioned that the Dolphins took the beat down up at Orchard Park in Buffalo. This line all the way out to the Dolphins as a double-digit favorite. Everybody is going to be with me. It's probably going to drive you crazy. I'm on the Dolphins as the 10.5-point favorite here. I think they cover win comfortably Giants offense just has not shown me that they can put together any kind of consistent scoring back home off the embarrassing loss. I think it's fair to call it. I think the Dolphins cover. What say you, Kelly? I say if the Dolphins cover, the sportsbooks are going to get killed, but I don't want any part right? of the Giants. 90 some odd percent you? of the money, I bet, is going to be on the Dolphins. Absolutely. And I, rightfully so. What did we see last Monday night? And that's what the better is going to look at here. Awful offensive line. Daniel Jones has more interceptions this year than he had all of last season. You've got a Miami offense that is just booming under Mike McDaniel. I want no part of this Giants team. It's Miami or pass for me as well. All right. uh, This is my favorite bet of the weekend. Uh, Tap the veins, boys and girls. This is my blood bank guarantee. The Saints at the Patriots. Neither one of these offenses has scored hardly at all in the first four weeks of the season. 
The Saints with Derek Carr not 100% healthy. I don't think we'll have much success on the road in Foxborough. The Patriots and Mac Jones, this offense is not good. Bill Belichick should have retired when Tom Brady left New England. His reputation would be far stronger. This number, I got it at 40. I think it's going to continue to come down. I love the under Saints-Patriots. Kelly, you with me or you disagree? Yeah, I want no part of this over with these two offenses. Unless, of course, it ends up being Jameis Winston and he throws a couple pick sixes. That's the only yeah, way well, you're going to lose this one. Yeah, well, that's a little bit scary. One. It is very scary, right? But look, this Patriots defense has held three opponents to season-low yards this year. That bodes well for your under. I have a slight lean towards Bill Belichick and the Patriots bouncing back here, but I can't lay points with Mac Jones. I don't think we've yeah. figured out who his identity is yet. He has been all over the map this year. No, I agree. Uh, and again, it's my blood bank. I'm on this one in a big way. Uh, Jets Broncos, you mentioned, or I mentioned, and you had to acknowledge that you grew up a Broncos fan. Uh, the Broncos, I got them at minus one and a half. Jets coming off of that Sunday night football game, the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey special. Patrick Mahomes slid down instead of going into the end zone. I lost that game, Kelly. I also lost uh, the Notre Dame scoring. So I lost two different bets with players making opposite decisions on what the smart thing to do down the stretch was. Not that I'm bitter. I like the Broncos here. They came back, scored 24 unanswered to win on the road against the Bears. I think that momentum covers through. I don't feel like Zach Wilson will play anywhere near as well as he did on Sunday Night Football. I'm not sold on uh, this Jets offense. The Broncos, I think at home, cover the one and a half. How would you break it down? Yeah, I promised myself after that Commanders game where the Broncos drew, blew a 21-3 lead, I was not laying points with this team yet again. 1-14 against the spread as favorites. Are you kidding That's me? That's crazy. This team is garbage. I want nothing to do with them. They have a ton of problems. Sure, they came roaring back at Soldier Field, but did they? Or was that more at the fault of the Bears? I want nothing to do with this. Look, the Jets looked really good against the Chiefs, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. They held Patrick Mahomes' season-low yards. Zach Wilson getting a lot of hate in the media. Now maybe he's got a little bit of something to prove. Denver's defense just absolutely garbage. They can't stop a nosebleed. I'll be cheering for you, Clay, but I want no part of this game. All right, last one. My guy Josh Dobbs, formerly the University of Tennessee quarterback, he fought six years to become a starter in the NFL. Finally got to start the last game of the season last year with the Titans against the Jags. Goes to the Browns, gets released, makes his way to the Cardinals. He's playing well. He's their starting quarterback. I watched this game, Kelly, in person last week. I couldn't believe how much the Titans beat the crap out of the Cincinnati Bengals. But even more than that, how disinterested the Bengals seemed in that game. I've got the Cardinals plus three as the home dog against the Bengals. Uh, how do you break this one down? You like that bet? You dislike it? It's not that I dislike it. I think the Cardinals are going to be the square dog here, but I'm not laying points on the road with the Cincinnati team. You nailed it. The offensive line doesn't seem to care. Joe Burrow has had zero touchdown passes in three of his four starts this season. He is hurt. Something is inherently wrong with this offense, yep. and it starts with Joe Burrow's injury. How are you going to lay points with this team on the road? If you actually look at the look-ahead line back in August for this game, Cincinnati was over a touchdown favorite. Some may say that's a buy-low spot on Cincinnati, but I'm not buying them at all. 
Okay, you said that you like two bets so far in the NFL. Take the floor. Tell me what I should be betting. Those are my six. Those are the bets that I've already put in in the OutKick six-pack. What games do you like? What lines do you like? What moves do you like in the NFL slate? Clay, I already mentioned I laid one with the Falcons earlier in the week. It's kind of a play against the Texans hype, getting a lot of love in the marketplace. I made the Falcons a two and a half point favorite in that one. So I did lay the one early on to the Rams, which is my best bet for this week. I took four and a half early. I think you can still get it out there. Make sure you guys shop around over the Eagles. Yeah. I got a lot of grief. Actually, in the comments yesterday, somebody even said, wait, is this the girl that took the bucks over the Eagles? That was me. And the reason why is because I love betting against Super Bowl losers. Jalen Hurts threw two picks in that game, and against any other offense, they would have lost. Unfortunately, Baker Mayfield and the Bucks had horrendous play calling and did not exploit some of the defensive woes that Philadelphia has. I do, however, think that Cooper Cup being back, Puka being in this lineup for the Rams, plus the Rams defense. Not only are you getting the better defense plus the points here, very great betting strategy. You are getting an offense that I think is clicking a lot better than people realize. We'll see if uh, Philadelphia can come out unscathed, but I like the points and I think the Rams win this one. All right, there's the NFL breakdown. All right, I am Kelly on Saturday headed down to Aggieland to College Station for the Alabama-Texas A&M game. So I'm going to start off the breakdown of college football with what I think is the most interesting game of the weekend. Not necessarily the best. I think it's the most interesting because it may well decide the SEC West. I love A&M. I think A&M is going to win this game outright. I don't believe that Alabama is going to be able to run the football against this Aggie defensive front. That means that Jalen Milrow is going to have the onus on him to make plays. I don't like the Alabama wide receivers, particularly not compared to what they have had in the past. I don't like the Alabama offensive line. I don't think Milrow's going to have a lot of time to throw the football. Low scoring. I love the under, and I like the Aggies. Are you betting one way or the other on the game of the week in the SEC? I am not. Clay, I have done horrible betting against AM. I do think this is a possible buy low spot on Bama, but yesterday I received a text that Milrow got a little banged up in practice, and that concerns me, right? Jimbo Fisher, as an underdog, is very tempting here, right? So we know they've covered three straight at home in this series. Alabama, did they turn a corner against Ole Miss? Maybe. I still think that if Milrow is not 100% and they have to go to one of those three backup quarterbacks, Alabama might be in a world of hurt. So taking the two and a half down to two pretty much right now across the board, I think you're probably right here taking A&M. All right, so I'll be there. I can't wait. The other game, I would argue, that's the biggest of the day, also taking place in the state of Texas. It's the Texas-Oklahoma game. Last year that it will be a Big 12 rivalry. Next year this becomes an SEC rivalry. Uh, Oklahoma, nearly a touchdown underdog against Texas last year. Texas beat Oklahoma 49 to nothing. I am betting Oklahoma plus the points against Texas in the Red River uh, shootout. It'll always be a shootout to me. Kelly, are you taking either side in OU Texas? Yeah, I'm going to be on Oklahoma and the money line with you there, Clay. It is still the shootout. Of course it is. It takes place in Texas. Yes. Cotton Bowl, neutral site. It's going to be absolutely jam-packed. This is the first time since 2011 both these teams are undefeated. And it kind of feels like, with the exception of last year, which, by the way, yes, I did bet 
Oklahoma last year, and I'm going to get a lot of grief for that. But in my defense, Dylan Gabriel ended up being out for that game. Uh, was not very much fun. I got some bad information there. That being said, I do feel like historically the dog does well here. Oklahoma's won seven of the last ten. I know we had the opportunity. There were some plus sevens out there early in the week, but I still like the plus six, and I absolutely think uh, the plus 200 on the money line is worth a little sprinkle. All right, uh, another couple of games that are gonna that I'm betting. By the way, you can go check out my bets. I bet a ton of games. I bet 12 games. I'll run through them quickly here. But we typically are going to focus on top 25 games, the games that you guys are going to watch the most. And then we'll also see what Kelly wants to bet because I think she's probably like firm in betting games nobody even pays attention to. Um, I've got uh, Kentucky plus 14.5 at Georgia. I don't buy into this Georgia offense. Uh, I, I love what Brock Bowers can do. They basically said, we can't do anything else. We're going to ride him 148 yards, I think it was, in the second half. They just basically went straight to him with Carson Beck every single play. I think Kentucky will be able to have some success running the football, not a lot, like the under in this game. Uh, and I like Kentucky. How would you break down Kentucky at Georgia, Kelly? Are you troubled at all by what you've seen from Georgia uh, against South Carolina and Auburn to start the SEC season. Yeah, we're still waiting for Georgia's coming out party. Maybe it's this week versus Kentucky. Maybe it's not, because you're right. They got scared by Auburn last week. They just haven't really been that impressive. Now, the flip side, Kentucky's been really impressive. And I am kicking myself still for not laying the points with them last week versus the Gators. But we've got to be able to see their defense make some big plays here. And I think holding Georgia... If they can keep them under four touchdowns, they're going to cover this number. You said you like the under. That bodes well for your bet with Kentucky. I side with you here, but I kind of wonder if Kentucky hasn't gotten a little too trendy for me. All right, couple of games that I think feature surprising 5-0 and teams. Maryland is 5-0, and and they've obliterated everybody they've played. They're around a 20-point underdog against Ohio State. I'm on Maryland. Louisville is also 5-0. and they're at home against Notre Dame. Notre Dame coming off tough end-of-the-game scenarios, tight, hard-fought games against both Ohio State uh, and Duke. Uh, I've got Louisville plus the 6.5. I like the under in that game. Do you like either Maryland or Louisville, Kelly? I've got both of the underdogs here. Do you think either of them give Ohio State or Notre Dame a run? Man, Clay, it took every bone in my body not to bet Louisville this week. I have been so low on Notre Dame. Last week, took every bone in my body not to bet Duke. And thank goodness if you saw the last minute and a half of that one. Oh, I had Duke. Trust me. I got screwed on that one. I got that one and I got the Chiefs. Both bad beats on what players decided to do on basically the final play of the game. Yeah, that is really frustrating. But, hey, Sam Hartman looks really good. He really does. Yeah, I know he threw four interceptions and lost three fumbles uh, to last season versus Louisville when he played for Wake Forest. So keep that in mind. That's my one caveat, and that's where I really considered making a case for Louisville. But now he's got a much better defense. He's got a great offensive line. He's got better weapons. This guy looks good. So I'm done fading Notre Dame as I was last week. As far as Maryland goes, man, Tulua Tagovailoa looks really good, uh, as does his older brother this year, staying upright. I think he's kind of found um, something clicking with this offense. Maryland is kind of one of those teams I wasn't that high on. Buckeyes, on the other hand, 
man, I just don't know what to make of this team. There's a few teams that historically people look to bet on and I always look to bet against. I don't know what Ohio State's identity is. Do I think they're going to get upset as a 20-point underdog in the shoe? I don't. But I think Maryland has a really good chance here to keep it close. Yeah, I took Maryland. I took uh, Louisville. I'm not sold on this Ohio State offense at all. Um, And uh, I I think they will struggle to cover a number that big. Uh, A couple of other games uh, featuring top 25 SEC teams. Arkansas at Ole Miss. I'm on the over. I should have taken the over last week. I wanted to do it. I didn't put it out there. And I like Mizzou. I got this one earlier, plus six and a half. Uh, that number has come down to four and a half. But my blood bank, tap the veins, is the over. I think LSU and Mizzou will each score 30 or more. I like what I'm seeing from the Mizzou offense, not sold on their defense, and certainly Jaden Daniels, very talented with this LSU offense. They have a lot of uh, opportunity and uh, playmakers, but they gave up 711 yards to Ole Miss last weekend. Do you have a take in Arkansas, Ole Miss, or LSU, Mizzou? Yeah, I'm going to be on Mizzou with you. I took the six earlier in the week. You're right, Clay. Somebody agrees with us, and I think that's usually a pretty good sign. Something interesting that got texted to me on a Tuesday, because I was looking at betting Mizzou at six, and I thought, uh, my buddy said, who do you think the best quarterback in the SEC is? And, of course, you want to say Jalen Daniels, right? Why wouldn't you? And mm, that's not the answer. If you look at actually on paper who one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC is, it's Brady Cook. He also has one of the best wide receivers in the SEC. This guy has not thrown an interception in almost a year, Clay. I watched this game versus my Kansas State Wildcats. Granted, Mizzou had to kick a 61-yard field goal to beat them. Doesn't matter. I think LSU is really After taking a five-yard delay of – sorry to cut you off. After taking a five-yard delay of game penalty, which is one of the dumbest penalties anybody's taken, but you think LSU's in trouble. I do. I think they're reeling. Look, their national championships hopes are squandered. They're basically all but out of the SEC championship game unless they run the table here. I think that they're in a world of hurt. I don't know how you pick up the pieces. The Brian Kelly experiment is getting a little noise down there in Baton Rouge. I mean, I, do I still think he's an excellent football coach? Of course I do. But some of these big-name programs, as, as we've discussed, I think have really been hurt by the transfer portals. Two Pac-12 schools in the final year of the Pac-12. How do you bet Colorado? Have you bet Colorado? I don't know the answer with all the Dion hype and everything surrounding the attention that that program is getting. And then SC, the defense can't stop anybody. They're a 21.5-point favorite over Arizona. The other game, Arizona State uh, hosting Colorado. Are you on either of these sides? I'm on the over in Colorado, Arizona State, and Uh, I'm on Arizona plus the points against SC. It's really tough to bet on teams with so much hype, right? I did take Colorado State. I told everybody I was like not touching Nebraska against this Colorado team. And of course, Colorado came out huge in the second half. I did take the points with Colorado State. Then I bet against Colorado with Oregon. And then I took Colorado versus USC plus the points. So it's been really good. Uh, tailing some of my buddies who have really strong opinions on this Colorado team, either for or against. Arizona State last week took Cal down to the wire, and they have been great as a home underdog. So I kind of lean towards them here. Do I think Dion is going to get his team ready to go for this game? Absolutely. This should be a winnable game for them. I think minus four on this line as a road favorite kind of tells you what you need to know. I think this is going to be a knockout, dragout type game. 
coming off those two really hard-fought games, Oregon and USC, it's going to be hard to pick Colorado up by the bootstraps. All right, what do you like in college football? Let me give you quickly. I'm on Rutgers plus the points against Wisconsin. Uh, I'm on the Purdue-Iowa under, the most awful game out there. Vanderbilt plus the points against Florida. These, by the way, are all up on outkick, not big games necessarily. Um, and uh, that's it. The other games we've discussed. What are your best bets for the weekend in college football? So I'm going to take Wyoming, Clay. While I didn't get to the window with this team on the money line, they have been a great underdog for me, particularly at home. Covered eight of their last ten. Now, I know Fresno State looks like kind of one of those teams you don't want to step in front of, but I think this is a real flat spot for them, so I would not be surprised to see them go into Laramie in the high elevation and lose this one outright. And then my best bet for this weekend is kind of crazy. It's Marshall plus six and a half. And you mentioned Todd kind of taught me to find those ugly underdogs in college football. And so no one's got their eye on this one. Why would they? You've got the Wolfpack who has yet to beat an FBS school at home this season. No one cares about this lackluster offense. The Brennan Armstrong who transferred from uh, Virginia, his experiment is all but dead. This fan base is kind of just basically thrown in the towel. I think Marshall's going to come to play. We've already seen them beat one ACC school on the road this year. They shut down the run. They only give up 96 yards per game on the ground. Look, I think the herd are live. You can get them two to one at most sports books. So definitely shop around. I'm excited to see this one, but I like Marshall a lot. All right. For people out there who don't know you uh, and have not watched you before, maybe they don't know Barstool. They didn't watch us eight and a half years ago on television. How did you start sports gambling? Yeah, Clay, I uh, graduated from college. I, well, it was a recession, if you will. And I thought, okay, how am I going to get a real job? And one of my girlfriends says, I'm moving to Las Vegas. And I said, okay. And I've always kind of been a sports girl. I've always loved to gamble. Grew up, you know, playing five-card draw with my dad. You know, total, total normal things for eight-year-olds. And uh, kind of <laughs> got into doing a little bit of blackjack, a little bit of roulette. And you just don't win money betting table games. Uh, one of my customers, Jeff, Good friend of mine now is like, hey, why don't you come watch the games with us at the book and kind of started explaining things to me. And I started putting in my own bets at the Bellagio Sportsbook before I would go in for my shift. I hit a three team parlay that paid 85 to one that subsequently changed my life. And if you fast forward about, let's see, 11, almost 11 years now it's been. It's been a fun run. I've been all over the place with you at Fox, CBS, Barstool. Um, I've had just an absolute and utter great time getting to talk about the gambling world in terms of sports. All right. So you uh, can be followed on Twitter at Kelly in Vegas. If you're not following her, I encourage you to do so. We're going to have a lot of fun breaking down games. We'll see how all these go with college football and the NFL. I will see many of you, hopefully, in uh, Aggieland. Both Alabama and Texas A&M fans cannot wait for that game. Kelly will be back on Thursday with a brand new show.